you know, Julius Malema was interviewed by Al Jazeera. The EFF's uh, commander-in-chief had this to say. We're not going to have a government that disrespects the And on what basis, what are the circumstances in if which they you res- can if imagine if they respond violently, arms. If they respond violently to our peaceful so you, protests... So you, 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 you envisage reacting in self-defense? We are a very peaceful organization. Yes. We fight our bat- battles through peaceful means, through the courts, through parliament, uh, through mass mobilization. We do that peacefully. But at times, government gets tempted to respond to such with violence. Yeah. They beat us up in parliament. There's a long history of and that. And they, they send soldiers to places like Alexander where people are protesting and say, and, 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 and will run out of patience very soon and will remove this government uh, through a barrel of a gun. And that was Julius Malema, the commander-in-chief of the Economic Freedom Fighters, speaking to Jonah Hull of Al Jazeera. Here's how the ANC's Zizi Kodwa responded. He has been making these comments over a period of time, and I don't think they must be taken for granted. That 21 years to democracy, and also they are made in the context of a build-up to election. When the environment is quite volatile, anything can happen, and I don't think they must be taken for granted. But also, we don't know who's supporting him to make such a call which a call may result in a bloodbath, in a mass manslaughter, a call for violence in South Africa. It's not just discouraged in terms of the law and the constitution. He's a lawmaker, he's a member of parliament. And for him to make such a reckless statements cannot be taken for granted. That's why a prison charge must be investigated by the state. That's the national spokesperson of the ANC, Zizi Kodwa. We're on the line to the director at BDK Attorneys, Ulrich Rue. Thanks for joining us, Ulrich. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. Perhaps we can start with where Zizi Kodwa left off. He says this is treason. So how would you define treason under South African criminal law? Well, it's uh, it's quite a complex definition, to be honest. And um, it has been referred to in the past uh, as what we call a, a chameleon crime because it is a, a charge so vaguely defined, you know, that it can be used either to suppress or protect a person. But... The definition of treason in the Criminal Procedure Act states that it's any overt act committed by a person owing allegiance to a state with the unlawful, hostile intent to overthrow, impair, violate, threaten, or endanger the existence, independence, or security of the state, or to overthrow or curse the government of the state, or change the constitutional structure of the state. So, you know, one now needs to um, consider the comments made by Julius Malema and compare them to that definition. You know, did uh, do the comments amount to him threatening to overthrow the state or threatening to overthrow the government or threatening to impair or violate the the government? You know, it's, uh, he certainly has not done that as yet. So, you know, what do you charge him with? With, with attempted treason. So, you know, it's a, it's a very technical definition and... Uh, I think one would have to leave it up to the probably the National Prosecuting Authority to determine whether his statement actually amounts to the, the, the crime of treason. The ANC's Isikodwa last night went to Hillbrow Police Station to lay these charges. Could they hold in a court of law, Ulrich? Well, one needs to consider the path that, that now needs to be followed. So if he deposed to a, a statement under oath, and uh, he would be regarded as the A1 statement, in other words, the complainant in the matter. And uh, that statement will have to then be uh, possibly considered by a high-ranking police official to determine whether there is indeed any merits in the charge. 
Um, and if he cannot decide on that, or his official, then it will have to be referred to a senior prosecutor, um, the Heelbrow Magistrates Court falls with, within the Heelbrow, or the Heelbrow Police Station falls within the Heelbrow Magistrates Court jurisdiction. So a senior prosecutor there will have to consider whether there is in fact any merits in the charge and whether a prosecution should be instituted accordingly. And what evidence would you bring to court then of this, you know, of, of, of this hostile intent against mm. the state? Would you use only his current comments or previous comments that he's made about killing for President Jacob Zuma, about mm. crushing, uh, you know, cockroaches in his response to, to Helen mm. Ziller? I mean, well, what evidence would you bring? Well, one must remember that in a criminal matter, character evidence or anything that's happened in the past cannot be used in an attempt to prove a crime committed now. So in the event that they would want to uh, bring all of those matters to light as well, then they would have to lay separate charges um, or separate counts of the act of treason. And they would have to refer to each specific incident. But it's not a case of laying a, a charge of treason now and just saying in the statement that he has proven to make statements of this nature in the past and thus he must be charged with this crime. They will have to prove every single incident and prove that, that he did in fact uh, commit the crime of treason. You know, but, but on that point, I think this is just, uh, you know, political games being played. I, I don't really think that a charge of treason will hold up in any court and no prosecutor will decide to prosecute Julius Malema on this. What he could well be, uh, be, be, be taken on for and taken to task for is hate speech. Remember that hate speech is a, is a crime in South Africa and, uh, and people cannot simply just go around and, and make comments which could possibly incite violence um, as a result of, of what is said. Uh, Malema was also careful to say that he would take up arms against the state if that state was violent against the people of this country, mm. could that be seen as, as you know, appropriate context of his comments? Well, one cannot simply just take the law into your own hands if someone does commit a crime. There's obviously uh, the authorities that need to deal with that. If in the event, say, for example, uh, you know, and this is obviously hypothetically speaking, but if, say, for example, they, they do get uh, physically... Um, taken on or assaulted or attacked or reprimanded in Parliament as has happened in the past and they act in a way in order to defend themselves, then they could possibly try and prove, you know, should they be prosecuted that they were acting in self-defense. But they cannot simply say that because the ANC oppresses certain people in a certain area of South Africa, they can now take up arms against the ANC. That will certainly not be justifiable action. There's one last question that, mm. I've, that I've got here for you, actually. Mm. And, and it comes from, it's a quote from the, the ANC Youth League's president, Colin Maine, who said, those who seek to disrupt the state of the nation must prepare themselves for a civil war. Uh, and he was saying this while addressing a, a rally in Sashanguva in February this year. Mm. Could these statements be seen a, a, as more or less of, of the same comments from the EFF? Yes, I think so. Once again, I think they fall within the, the definition of hate speech. You know, uh, hate speech is defined as any comments made which could incite violence towards a particular group of people or gender or race or sex. And um, that, to me, is, uh, is hate speech out and out. It's got nothing to do with the Criminal Procedure Act. It cannot be seen as treason. It cannot be seen as intimidation, criminal injury, none of that. 
you know, um, covers what is said by these people when they make these threatening comments uh, in speeches.